and welcome to My Xbox and Me, episode 388. I am one of your hosts, MC Mother and Fixer. See, I didn't swear there. See, I cut out myself. That was me. I did that. Alongside the one and only, Two Fresh Crash. Crash, how you doing? I'm good. It's How's the uh... most wonderful time of the year. You know, it's not Christmas anymore. Oh yeah, it's New Year now. Sorry, I missed. I've missed a couple of weeks. I'm struggling here, Chris. I'm struggling. Yeah. Well, why'd you why'd you miss a couple of weeks, Fix? What? I was I was I was on holiday. Oh. On holiday? Yeah. Isn't that the thing you get mad at Matt P for all the time? <laughs> yeah, that's this is totally different, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is totally different Mr. because no, no, wait, wait, wait. This was different because Mr. I'll prepared. record podcasts on Christmas all the time. I I usually do. This year, this, year. this is look. We may not have made all the improvements we wanted to my Xbox and me this year, like last year, last year, but we did get more organized. For True. all that you could say, we got way more. Now the audience won't believe that because they'd be like, "Bro, we still got episodes on Sundays. You're getting this episode on Sunday as well. I don't care." But we did get more organized. It's true. True. So yeah, man. Yeah. So suck it. There you go. Um, crash. Christmas yeah. has happened. New Year has happened. Yeah. We yep. are in 2023. To be exact, it's yeah. the first of the first. Yeah, today we're doing a game of the year list, right? Oh, wait, Matt's not here. We Absolutely not. <laughs> not only is oh, Matt well. not here, but <sighs> we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, if you didn't know, this is My Xbox and Me, our weekly Xbox podcast right here on YouTube.com slash My Xbox and Me, and of course, all podcast services. I am happy to announce our first change of the year, of 2023. My Xbox and Me has its own official Discord now. Yay! Ooh. It's been made for months, but we just didn't promote it to anybody. Um, I will put it in the description below of this week's episode. Uh, we will be building it out and making changes, and we'll sort out moderators, and we'll have all that done. But yes, you still have our. We still have my Discord that you can still put questions in. You can still use that. There'll still be everything. Nothing will change there. But it was about time that my Xbox and me had its own Discord. Uh, to talk about just my Xbox and me, gaming, video, films, whatever it is, but strictly with just the my Xbox and me community. Some people don't like GTA roleplay, and that's a lot of what my community has become. So we've decided to make our own Discord, and so we have that. So that's the first announcement of the year. Um, shout out Patreon's producers, Aaron Guard and FNH Paul. Some of you are probably thinking, have you made changes to the Patreon yet? No. I will do by the end of the month, though. Uh, end of the month, we'll, we'll make some changes. Uh, me, Matt, and Crash will sit down and figure out a few bits. The year snuck up on us all. I'll be honest with you. We had we we planned on having a meeting. Matt's been away busy. I went away. We've just been enjoying life. Crash has been there. Crash is there. He's alive. Crash got a new computer. Why are you laughing at me, Crash? <laughs> Why? This was that section was about you and Matt. Why are you throwing me into this? I just thought I'd bring you in. You know, you deserve to be brought in. I don't want to be in. I don't want to be in. Okay. Yeah. I won't, anyway. I won't be on the outside. I respect it. I respect. It. Anyway, I went on the holiday. Yes, I went to. I went to went back to Texas. Yeehaw, cowboy! They never said that once. Um, I spent about twelve. I think it was twelve days in America, Crash. Twelve days. It was something like that. Yeah, I've been away for this is the longest I've been away from work and the podcast and everything. I didn't. I didn't do anything. I did no work at all. I played, yeah, at all, literally. I, 
That's not no, not literally, literally, but literally. So I, I bought a Steam Deck, as most of you know. Yeah. Why did you buy it again? Like, can you just give me the reasoning? I'm just curious. I bought. <laughs> I see laughing? what you're doing, fam. I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. I'm just asking a basic question. This is just curiosity, you know. Okay, so I bought a Steam Deck because I knew I was going to America. Yeah. And I was going to get on a flight for ten hours each way. Yeah. So twenty hours yeah. of gaming, right? Oh, absolutely, for sure, minimum. Because so, someone explained to me why I only have like eight hours in credit score then. <laughs> but. Now, did you play those eight hours on the flight? No. <laughs> so, what did you play on the flight? Crisis Core. I thought you just said you didn't play it on the flight. Oh, no. I No, no. That, yeah, but not for the whole eight hours. <laughs> oh. Okay. Ask the question you want to ask. Go on, ask. Ask, Christ. How much gaming did you do during this break? Eight hours? <laughs> About five hours. <laughs> so did you fall asleep with Crisis Core open and just get another three no, hours I, long? No, no, no. I played... Okay. So, okay. Look, so the whole point of buying the Steam Deck was so I could play games on the go, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I downloaded Towers from the Borderlands. I'm like, I'm getting this done. Easy. There's up six hours left. Easy. I'm getting this done. Haven't touched it. Didn't get to touch it. I know what you're thinking. So, Fix, you must have played something else. You know that we record the Game of the Year list next Sunday. Week. Next week. Yeah. I've got a week. I've a got week. A week. Literally one week. I have a week to beat High on Life, Towers from yeah. the Borderlands, Crisis Core. Crisis Core. There's got to be something else. Oh, there's a bunch of other games, but I just don't care for the rest of them. Gotham That's Knights. That's all you're going to do. Yeah. You don't need to be goth. I don't need to be goth. So I don't need to be <laughs> No. Chris, I didn't get to game as much as I thought I would. I was expecting to go there and have a bunch of downtime. I didn't get any downtime at all. Like, seriously, it, I didn't get any. Is it because of... Because they... Um, they have no wrong. Haley's relatives moved now, right? Yeah. Is it because you guys were in a different spot and you guys were, like, closer so you guys were mingling more? No. Is, or was it, like... You just didn't get. It's because Hayes aunt doesn't let me sit down. Oh, At she wants you to have a good time. No, it's not that. She wants me to work. I'm on the ranch, bro. Do you see the pictures? I'm on the ranch. I'm Play cleaning driving. out the stalls. I'm feeding animals. Of course, I'm doing everything I hate. Leaving the oh. house. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, next year, no. <laughs> no Christmas next year, trip. next year, I'm Texas. not going. No. No, um, no honestly. I refuse to work. No, the truth of it is, we just there just wasn't any downtime the way I thought there would be. The flight is including the flights. I didn't realize how much I enjoyed. The one thing I will say is, if you don't own a Steam Deck and you enjoy playing PC quality games on the go, the machine is amazing. It's exactly what I dreamed Xbox would do one day, and now I'm just waiting for them to add Game Pass to this bloody thing, and we'll be good to go. Like it's so good. I can't believe the level of graphical fidelity on the games that we get to play how it's relatively quiet don't get me wrong it does get a little bit loud but i've got airpods in anyway that i'm playing with it it's like i'm sitting there i'm just like how am i playing pc games right now i just no. imagine fix on the airplane it's nighttime people are, have their windows closed trying to go to sleep and fix is playing he has his airpods in he hears nothing and then everybody's <laughs> looking around like <laughs> 
Where's the other plane about to crash into us? Oh What's my going God. on? Love it. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I had I had a good time though. I had a good time away. It was a uh, it was a good time. I'm. We'll talk about Crisis Crew in a little bit, but I'm loving it loving it but we'll talk about that in a little bit uh this is the topic of the show this week uh origin cookie man says this with multiple sight ghost thank you i guess that's yeah i could not zit i was getting zitgist uh zeitgeist titles in game pass uh does quote quiet dom dominant dominance yeah feel like an accurate description of 2022 for xbox he also linked an article here that we uh me and crash both read over uh to go along with this so original cookie man pretty much saying with games like uh survivors uh immortality pentanum high on life did xbox actually dominate 2022 in a way that some of us can't understand i guess crash no not even close <laughs> yeah um a lot of those games when you're looking at immortality immortality especially like and pentiment those are both highly regarded games they're also both very niche games mm -hmm. but they don't make big waves to have a dominant year i think you need something it doesn't have to be as big as a god of war but you need something in that vein to like really rock the boat if halo had come out this year even though like over the course of time we've sort of look down at halo halo had a big launch still and i think that would look sort of give pedigree to like having a dominant year and stuff like that high on life released pretty late um vampire survivor i'm not giving credit to game pass at all that was buzzing like crazy before when it was just a pc game people were calling it game of the year so i think it's a little unfair to adjust that to it being a game of pass sort of thing yeah i um oh. I, I i get what you're trying to say here but yeah, no, and also I think the other problem is, like some of these games. I know Pentium High on Life. I don't know if Immortality is on anything else. Like the, mm -hmm. the, they're exclusive, but then they're just not big enough exclusives. At the end of the day, like I I love what I'm seeing of High on Life, especially. I'm really looking forward to playing that and get. Oh, that's the other game that I missed. That I've got to play and beat. I'm not a fan of that actually. Um, I like what I'm seeing. It's just not a AAA experience, and you can't even compare PlayStation and Xbox year this year. Last last year, sorry. With when you drop a God of War and a Horizon in the same year, like there's not really an argument to be had. To be honest with you, in terms of like dominance, and that's the that's yeah. the word you've used here in, in the quote, which is quiet dominance. No. Because you can't have, had a, you can't have a quiet dominance. <laughs> like it's it's yeah. Game Pass has had a good year, but I think we also have to echo something that we said for Stadia and we said for Luna, which I think we now have to talk about for Game Pass as well. Is exclusives are very very important. Yeah. And if you look at something like Tunic that came out as an exclusive on Game Pass, it didn't take long for that to end up on PlayStation. So do you still consider that sort of an Xbox exclusive for the year when you're talking an end of the year result, right? Yeah. I don't I think saying. I would, because I still consider Stray and Sifu, but by the time that Sifu, we'll talk about it later, there's an article, Sifu's going to be coming to Xbox. Once that happens, Sifu's no longer an exclusive game. We don't talk about it in that regard, right? Yeah. But it's still... So, I get what you're saying, though. I mean, I, I now don't think of Tunic as an exclusive, but I do think of Sifu as an exclusive, because by the time it comes to Xbox the zeitgeist the conversation has moved on so beyond that game 
And that's yeah. what PlayStation give them their credit. That's what they're very good at doing. They're very good at sucking the oxygen out of a game and yeah. then being like, all right, now everybody else can have it. So then the developer or publisher I, can make a bunch of money from other people. I will say there's also like we noticed the difference between Tunic and Sifu. Sifu was positioned very much so as a PlayStation game. Tunic was just a game that was going on Game, game Pass. Pass. Yes. And I think that's one thing that I really want to see Microsoft switch because that also changes perception and like people's view of this because like tunic should have been more attached to game pass but it was not game pass to xbox as a brand but it wasn't it was just a game that you're going to be able to play on game pass yeah. i think it was pc game pass as well i'm not 100 sure about that but regardless um and i think i want to see more marketing strives from xbox's front as opposed to game pass's front because we're getting to a point where year after year where like game pass is such a good deal it's such a good deal and i don't think that's going to stop no. but i want to start seeing xbox do more themselves outside of game pass yeah i agree i think it's it's gonna be an interesting year man 2023 we're here we're, we're here we're ready for games to be honest with you and i think it's gonna be very telling if xbox don't show up with the goods like e3 this year is so important to see certain yeah. there's certain developers out there that xbox have bought i'm looking at you um oh jesus who did we happy few uh, oh oh wow oh jeez louise it's totally skipped my head i'm in holiday mode still I'm gonna um, look up real quick because that's gonna bother me yeah it's uh it's on the tip of my compulsion, compulsion games compulsion games looking at you compulsion like what the hell are you working on and where the hell yeah. is it like, there's there's a lot of studios out there that we're like, okay, it's time. It's time. It's 2023. Yeah. It is time. We're not in that COVID world anymore. We're not in... There's so much going on this year, I feel like, that Xbox have no choice but to release stuff. Big stuff yeah. as well. I mean, this year, realistically, we should see a vow drop in the, late, in the second half of the year um because I'm, I'm kind of curious what we have right now as far as xbox is concerned that i'm aware of and you can correct me if there's more games but the three that i'm thinking of are redfall atomic yeah. hearts and um starfield yeah i can't think of any other notable exclusives dropping from xbox and that to be fair that is a good strong launch arc 2, uh, launch. Arc two. is that's, that exclusive i think that's console exclusive right Okay. No, 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 you're probably right. I, I know it it's is. coming to Game Pass. Yeah. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. Um, I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure that's console exclusive. No, no, no you're where, probably look, right. They had a really good relationship with Xbox. Where's State of Decay at, bro? Yeah. Where's I Hellblade mean, 2? I know uh, we got Stalker 2 coming as well. Yeah, Stalker 2, understandable situation. Yeah, of course. But there are still stuff that, yeah, Arc 2 is exclusive. So I yeah, there's it was. that as well. Yeah. yeah. Outer Worlds 2? When's that coming? Outer, Is that Outer Worlds year? 2, no. no that won't happen easy. until after Avowed. Do we ever see Everworld again, or has it been cancelled? We see that. I I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, really feel like that game's not gonna... I think they've put so many resources into the game that we will get the game. I don't think that game will be what um, people would want out of that game. And I don't even know at this point what people want out of that game. I ain't got a clue, bro. Gee, as you look at it, you, you expect a Forza game. You so yeah. If we really break it down, right? We expect we expect a new Forza Starfield. Yeah, <coughs> that's two. Um, 
It's Hellblade. Hellblade's got to come this year, right? Um, I don't know. I like if it was a similar scope to the first game, yeah. But we don't know what the scope is for Hellblade Two. True, because it could be a much larger scope. They could be taught like Hellblade One was a very basic game in a lot of regards. It yeah. did a lot of really cool and interesting stuff and um, design aspects, but like gameplay and stuff like that was very basic. So it really depends. Are they expanding that in a significant way that? The combat's changing, and that takes time to design on top of designing it in a world and stuff like that. And then also the scope of game uh, of the game just getting bigger. So like I could see that taking till 2024, um, yeah. possibly even longer, depending on that. But we haven't really gotten a lot of information, which is sort of the unfortunate part about that game that everybody, I think, for the past, I think people were expecting it last year. People are expecting it this year. Um, so hopefully we do get more information on Hellblade. Yeah, I mean you got I think you've got Warhammer forty thousand. You've got the games that I think will definitely drop. I think that definitely drops this year, which is exclusive. Redfall definitely mm. drops, which is this year. Stalker two that definitely drops. Arc two I definitely think drops. And then Forza and Starfield. Yeah. It's, I just That's... it's no no. I it's a lineup, That's... 100%. It's a good lineup. It's not terrible. But the only big hitters that I see there that are guaranteed to come out, Redfall Starfield. could be easily a seven. Yeah, Starfield I, I is think... the only big game there that I'm like, oh, I yeah. think this will guarantee I... be at least at least a Bethesda game. You know? Yeah. Like, I know what and I'm it getting. really depends how people are feeling about Bethesda at the time. With exactly. The, how it gets. Yeah, no. I, I agree. I think people who enjoy Bethesda games will end up enjoying Starfield regardless, right? Agreed. Um I think Atomic Heart could be a good... I don't want to call it a sleeper hit because it's had hype, but yeah. for me, certainly it would be a sleeper hit because it's sort of gone under the radar for so long that only recently I'm sort of... The last oh, I'm actually in, looking forward to that. The last yeah. show made me excited. Um, the last show made me excited, definitely. It was the last one that I was... The, 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 the words, Jesus. It was the first time that I saw it and went, oh, I'm actually interested. Yeah. And I'd seen that game three or four times before then and was like, eh, eh. The last time we saw it, I was actually like, oh, this actually does look, looks like a me type of game, which is interesting and cool. But no, uh, to answer the question mainly, no, I don't think it was a, I, I don't think Xbox had a quiet dominance. I don't think you can put your hat on uh, Pentium or High on Life. I'll use those two as the big ones and say that that was a, an amazing game immortality as well i get it it's just no no it wasn't it wasn't a quiet dominance game pass is still the best value in gaming game pass is still amazing but no xbox did not have a quiet dominance no yeah i i also want to like just like reiterate real quick i think it's a little bit unfair when games end up going to uh game pass to sort of give game pass the credit which i think i've been seeing a lot of people do is like there are developers behind that and sometimes the developer teams deserve that credit because i've even seen third-party games end up there and i'm not saying this on origin cookie man i've seen this being talked about on twitter and youtube videos and stuff like that um game pass is a great value for gamers but xbox success isn't reliant on game pass it's reliant on them putting out games i think game pass at this point could survive without xbox 1, i think if they make game pass its own thing um it will be successful I just want to see sort of stuff coming out from Xbox that says like, okay, this is definitely an ecosystem that people want to be invested in. Because remember, um, for right now, Game Pass isn't. Xbox is only 
part of the ecosystem. Consoles are still a thing. They still sell games and all this other stuff. Um, yep. So hopefully 2023, we see that start pick up, picking up a little bit. That's hope. That's bloody hope. Crash, what's been in your box this week, my friend? What have you been playing for the last two weeks since I've seen you? Played Need for Speed Unbound. And, okay. and Matt was so wrong about that game. <laughs> was it actually good? It's a good game. Yeah, I, yeah, I enjoyed it. It. Good. I enjoy it. It looked good. I, I will say it's probably been my favorite racing game that I've played in a while. I enjoy it more than I enjoy Forza. Not to say it's a better game than Forza. It's definitely not a better game than Forza. But I enjoy it more than I enjoyed Forza because it's more different type of game. Totally different. Yeah, but I understand why you like it more. It's it's yeah. It's back to those. It's not a PS2 game, but it's that that type of racing game. You're bashing. You can bash off walls. It looks pretty. It moves fast. It, it, it's an easy yeah. eyes racing game. When I play Forza, I still have to think. Even even Horizon, I still have to think. Yeah. Um, I also think the what they did with the art style with the whole I don't know what you would call the effect. The cartoonish effects yeah. that's going on. Um, I think those work really well. You know, I think it distinguishes it from other racing games as well by adding that cartoony effect. Uh the character models at, don't bother me when I see them in the game, even yeah. though you have like the super realistic looking cars next to those models. Um it doesn't really look off with the way they've designed everything else around the game. Um the soundtrack's pretty good. Um any yeah, MC I, I, Any MC fix run there? Any MC. No. They couldn't afford them. As I say, my, my rates are way too high. They could never afford <laughs> <Yeah>. them. <laughs> um, I've been playing Crisis Core. Ooh. And? I really, 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 really like it. It's a really good game. It's very fun. Um, graphically, very, very pretty. Um, it's very clear when you do go from the brand new cutscenes to the to the gameplay from from back in the day. It's still, it's been upraised and stuff like that. But um, this is my first time playing uh, Crisis Core. We're gonna talk about that article in a second, but I'll touch on it here now because last not last week, be the week before's episode. I was like, everyone support Crisis Core. You have to keep supporting these games so we can finally get blah blah blah. Don't support this game on Xbox. Sorry, that's how I feel. Nah, especially with what we'll talk about later on. Um, just buy this game wherever you want if you want to play it, if you've never played it before. Um, I do think they've done a great job with it. And um, I met Yuffie for the first time. Um, and seeing that character and seeing all these characters that I've met from playing Final Fantasy VII Remake, it's like, oh, this is really cool. And I like what I'm getting here. It just... The only thing that upsets me about playing it is like, Oh man, I wish all Final Fantasies were in this type of world. You know? And then it made me yearn what? for maybe like Final Fantasy VIII. Like a remake of that. Uh, like, you know, like 16 is more in like a fantasy world. Yeah, like, yeah. Obviously, yeah, yeah. all of the games are in a fantasy world, but you know what I mean by well, that. Yeah, well, they've been doing like this sort of hybrid world for a while now. Yeah. I think Final Fantasy 14 and 16 will be like the ones that go really old school, which yeah. I think is just. Uh, director, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, Final Fantasy VIII would be a good remake. Honestly, I think it'd be I'm just looking at seven, and I'm just like seven, and like the whole, when I say seven, I mean the whole world of seven now. Yeah, and I'm like, I love how much context Crisis Core has given me for that world. Yeah, like really diving Absolutely. into what this what the first soldier is, and all of just that, what all the stuff that I previously didn't care about, I now have con 
more context on what these things are. Yeah. So now I actually care. Um, obviously, um, some of the characters that you meet, and obviously it's a new class of characters, but you're running into old characters that even Final Fantasy VII Remake doesn't give you enough context on, like, this is the bad guy, but why is he the bad guy? I feel like this game... I haven't got there yet because I'm still not... I haven't finished yeah, it. Yeah, it, it is. I know where it's going. I'm like, oh, I see yeah. why you're the bad guy. Okay, cool. How do you like uh, Zack as a character? So far, so good. Uh, do you cheeky. like him more than Cloud? No, uh, no, I like I like Cloud as a character, though. Even though they're both very... They're very different. Cheek, different. Uh, Zack's very cheeky. Cloud's very moody. Yeah. Like, so... But I think their character development makes sense. Like, with Zack... From the opening scene on Crisis Core, obviously starting off in uh, Soldier Class 2 and like just the way he, he reminds me of Spider-Man in a way, like the way he's in combat and then just being like very, I'm the yeah. best. Witty, blah, very blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I never really got that with uh, Clad. Clad is very serious and very, I'm I'm first yeah. soldier or I'm, this is, this is blah, 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 blah. So yeah, it's, it's cool. It's a, re it's a really good game. It's a really good game. It's, the gameplay was always like this in this game, though, right? Like, uh, the... Yeah, I believe they made some improvements. I haven't played it yet, so I'm Got not it. too sure. But I've heard people saying the gameplay does have improvements uh, in this version. So I don't think it's a one-to-one -one gameplay. So I don't know. Because uh, the one, the whole, um, the gambling system, I forget what it's called. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The D that... DW, DMW, or whatever it's called. DM like, yeah. It's something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that system apparently is better in Crisis in the remake than it was in the original. So gotcha. yeah, that, I don't that, know what, what exactly has changed. That, that, that whole mechanic's just kind of there for me. It's like, mm. I don't use it on little spawns. I only use it when I'm actually fighting against like big bosses and things like that. So, because um, yeah. otherwise I'm like, oh, I might waste it. It's like, well, no, it's not. It's not wasted. It's meant to be there. I'm like, ah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> gotta save um, it. Exactly. Uh, gotta save it. Then every time I go, every time I go back into another fight, it's not there. And I'm like, so why didn't I just use it? Like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah, because I was like, in my head, oh, the odds on getting another one's now less if I don't, if I've used it. It's like, yeah. no, it hasn't, you idiot. Um, but yeah, I like, I do like it. I like it a lot. I like the story. I like the gameplay. Um, again, if you are, if you are someone who's a Final Fantasy fan, uh, it is gonna, it is out on Xbox. Um, it's worth playing, especially if you haven't played Remake. And I, yeah, I think play it before you play Remake as well. If you've, if you've never played Remake Seven as well, I think so. I, yeah, I think so. I think there's certain parts of more the game context. that hit more. Yeah. yeah yeah but yeah honestly dude that's all i've played over over in america that's literally all i was playing i played it on the like i say played it on the plane um and then yeah there's so many games that i need to try and beat this week that i'm just like oh god here we go i mean you you really only have three that you gotta yeah. beat and i'm but i'm good but know. the thing is they're yeah. games i want to beat as well so yeah. that helps so, yeah, where it's not like oh i gotta drag i've gotta play i've gotta go through dying light 2 at 50 hours no yeah i'm yeah. looking forward to new games though i'll be honest i'm like looking forward to being able to obviously my my no pixel situation and like that was all done now so i don't have to focus as heavy on that anymore um which is now freeing me up i'm like looking at sorting out a calendar for like this year and what games are coming out i'm like all right here we go let's uh let's keep on top of everything this year okay please <laughs> we'll see but what else you been playing uh i played some of the witcher 3 next gen update oh how is it 
It looks good. There's certain changes, like, um, I don't know if you remember in the original, to switch spell signs, you have to go into the circle menu yeah. and stuff like that. Now you can press a button, and then it'll open, essentially. You press one, you press another button, and it'll do a spell, so you can do it right from in oh, the okay. middle of combat, instead of having to go to a menu, which I think is actually, like, a really nice change. Um, it looks better. Uh, other than that, it's it feels better pretty samey to me i do know that they integrated certain mods into the base game yeah um can i be honest i was a little let down by jumping back into it yeah 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 because yeah. it's sort of like oh all the issues that the game had when i first played it and i sort of overlooked because i was so invested in that world and stuff like that yeah um is now just like sort of creeping up on me where it's like I'm playing it and the combat sort of it's a little clunky it's not necessarily yeah. bad but it's not super smooth and stuff like that where I still 100% it's still one of my favorite games of all time just from what I've played of it in the past and how yeah. much it resonated with me but I don't think it's held up super super well um and then it's also like I jumped into that after playing something like God of War it's like oh man go from <laughs> yeah so it's like it could just be the timing of me jumping into that game which is possible but um i think if you really really enjoyed witcher i think it could be worth it for you to jump back into this update um because there is a noticeable amount of changes and it does look a lot better in the next gen update as well okay fair enough fair enough the other thing i did play that i forgot about um i played just before i went away uh, was the street fighter bail i played it on I, was... my, I played it on my steam deck Oh wow! You played two games on your Steam Deck. I'm proud of you, Fix. How'd that go? <laughs> I actually really liked it. I like that. I really like the art style. Um, obviously, I don't really know what I'm doing gameplay yet, but it did. It the one thing I will say is it did, it felt accessible to everybody, which is nice. It felt it did feel very like oh I can jump in and play this and understand. I'm not, yeah. I'm, um, yeah. Def you would have been playing on the default control schemes, which they made the new control schemes. Okay. Where you press side and uh, I don't know which button it is, but if you press a direction and a button, it'll do one of your special moves. Uh -huh. So you don't have to learn like the quarter circles or the DP motion and stuff like that, which makes it easier for newer players, which is also is, probably another reason why. Is there any benefit to not playing on that? Uh, there is benefit to actually learning them. I'm not 100% sure what the benefits are in Street Fighter, but yeah. most games that sort of do these uh, changes, there are benefits to learning them the traditional way. Um, like DNF Duel, which isn't on Xbox, but uh, you have a, a meter, a magic meter, and if you do the motion, you get you start regaining that meter faster than you would if you just do the directional input. Gotcha. Uh, so yeah, generally in games like this, which I think is actually probably the best way to do it, yep. is like you give this easier access and you're not going to get as much out of it or you're going to get benefits for doing the actual motions so people can learn. And then it's like, okay, now get in there and learn how to do it with the motion so you get the full benefit. I think it's a really, really smart move. Yeah, 100%. Especially for fighting games as well, because yeah some fighting games you get like if you ha you miss out on half the game that's been built there because you can't do certain yeah. moves it's like, it's also like it's a lot to have somebody especially for the first fighting game like hey here learn what the game is about then learn your character on top of that and then on top of that learn all these weird motions that you've never had to do in your life for a game yeah and so it's like minimizing that to get people through the door i think is very very important and i think um, especially when we talked about the uh, trailer that we had seen for um, 
for the world tour mode and how they're sort of going to be slowly learning, teaching people how to do motions in that. Mm -hmm. I think it's, they have a really good formula here to possibly get people into transitioning from the basic mode into the actual, uh, um, the control schemes, the way it's supposed to be played or the way they used to be designed. Uh, Cause I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to shame anybody for playing. Like if you play with the easy controls, you play with the easy controls. That's absolutely fine. There's no issues with that. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree, yeah. It was a lot of fun, though. I liked it. Did you get a chance to check it out or not yet? No, I didn't get in. Cool. Did not get in. What sure. character did you play? Uh, I, So I played with... Oh, God. I don't remember the name. Was it Luke? Might have been. Was but, it yeah, Jamie? I don't remember. I don't remember who it is. I don't remember, Christ. I'm sorry. I was trying to do the career mode. Like, in the beta, all the modes were there. Oh, And I was trying yeah, to do can't. that, and you can't. I was like, oh. Yeah, that's all I wanted to do. Yeah, that's the very reason I downloaded it, was literally to do that. So I played a couple of matches, and I was like, oh, I'm good. This is fun. This is fun. I'll wait for the full game to come out. So, yeah. yeah. Let's jump into this week's dashboard. Let's check out the news for Xbox this week. First one, Xbox exclusive Redfall is targeting a early May 2023 launch date. Uh, rumors have been swirling around uh, about the upcoming Xbox exclusive Redfall, uh, and it may be launching in May early, hopefully, we hope. Our sources collaborate, and this is uh, IGN. Uh, those reports suggest the first week of May next year. So if we look at that, we're looking at... I want to correct you, and that's my fault. That's actually a Windows Central article. Oh my god, um, Windows Central. That, no, no, no. That's that's on me. I it's the wrong link. There. It's all good. Um, so you're looking at probably the first to the seventh. So you've got to think it will either be the the second or the fifth of May. You'd imagine. Yeah, yeah. You uh, five months in. I think like the first half of Xbox's first half is actually pretty solid. If Redfall ends up being a good game, um, which I think it'll be decent. I think at worst, Redfall at worst will be it'll be good. Game. It'll be decent. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it, it's just I want more than just decent. Yeah, and if it ends up hitting that mark and it's it's a good or great game, I think Xbox has a very solid first half, like just on paper from what we know is coming out so far. Redfall's a huge deal for Xbox's platform moving forward because it's a new IP. You can never get angry about new IPs. Whether if they hit or not is a different story, but you can never yeah. get annoyed about a first-party studio, Xbox, Nintendo, PlayStation, whoever, um, trying to put out a new IP. I love the idea of Redfall, um, especially what we've seen so far in terms of the tone. It's the story that is going to... And they've said how they want it to be a deep, enriching story and blah, 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 blah. I'm interested to see if it actually lands like that because otherwise it will just be me and three friends running around shooting, which yeah. I'm fine with, but I can get that experience in so many other places. Yeah. I, I think for me, I just want a fun experience. Like you can have a reach, a rich, a reach, a rich and deep story and stuff like that, but it doesn't mean the story is enjoyable and fun no. to play through, especially because it's supposed to be a co-op game. I don't necessarily need something that's over like here's the villain and here's his 10 pages of backstory and all this stuff i just need something like get in there let me have fun with my friends when we get cutscenes and story beats they be enjoyable or something that it doesn't distract me too much from an enjoyable experience i don't want something like super dark and moody from this game uh, which i don't think we're gonna get something too much into that territory despite having uh it being around vampires and stuff like that um yeah yeah 
I, I, I really am interested to see if they change any of their co-op stances and stuff that they've designed. Um, from as far as like, oh, you're stuck in this build, and oh. uh, if you're co-oping with somebody, uh, you're stuck in that, you're stuck in that chapter, or however they're working on it. I'm really, really interested to see if they change any of those because I remember those being like my biggest worry when those came out. Um, especially when you had something like Gotham Knight where you can go and do uh, any story beat and be in the world together. Uh, uh, yes. Oh, that game could have yes. been so much better. But yeah, worst case, we're going to have a solid game with uh, Redfall. Um, I, so. I wonder if, I, I wonder how well this game will do with Game Pass. Probably like, I'm, I'm sure it'll play it'll play well, but... We don't really see Xbox. Xbox doesn't really release sales for games anymore, right? Not anymore. Yeah, makes sense. They're done with that's that. Oh, that's one thing I'm always curious about with Game Pass is like, how well did like Halo Infinite sell? How well did these games sell? Which is kind of an irrelevant stat for Xbox now, right? Because of Game Pass. To yeah, a degree. I mean, at the, end, at the end of the day, it affects the bottom dollar, right? And as long as the bottom yeah. dollar is doing just fine. Look, I was over in yeah. Texas. I was talking to people who own Xboxes. I was talking to D Dave, who I was down with. Like, he's got the new Samsung TV. Like, the new OLED yeah. Samsung TV. Didn't even know Xbox app was on there. Like, he ain't got a clue. I was like, you know, we've got an yeah. Xbox pretty much built into this thing. And he was like, I just want to play Flight Sim. And I was like, yeah, you could play that on the TV. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, but what do I need? And like, I can control it. He's like, ah, oh, too much effort. I'm like, okay. So, like, he's like, oh, I might get an Xbox, though. And I'm like, did you just listen to what I... Okay, don't worry about it. You know, like, people just... They don't care. They, they, people... I've learned. People are... They're interesting. We're, we're interesting animals. Don't Chris. worry. Cloud gaming is the future of gaming, fix. Matt's so wrong. It's ridiculous. Um, next up, uh, Microsoft Executive says Xbox's Activision deal is, is fair because PlayStation has way more exclusives. Uh, there's a few quotes here that you can go through and find. Uh, the main one I want to read, though, is uh, here, which says, if you look at the global market, Sony has 70% of the market, and we have 30%. So the first thing a judge is going to have to decide is whether the FTC lawsuit is a case that will promote competition or if it really, really, instead of a case, will promote the largest corporation from competition. Smith also added that PlayStation has two, oh, Jesus, 286 exclusives, while Xbox only has 59. I'll leave it there. But I am so sick of talking about this FTC stuff. I'm sick of the whole yeah. argument. I do love the fact that Xbox are fighting back. I will say that. And I do think it will open a can of worms that PlayStation are not ready for or interested in if this doesn't go through. I generally think they are. Because I think place the Xbox are going to be like, well, everything that PlayStation does is anti-consumer at that point. If this doesn't go through, the time yeah. exclusive things like that, it's anti, <laughs> it's anti-consumer and and Xbox again. Xbox can only do all of the stuff they're doing and what they're saying and all of this because they, like they said, they are thirty percent, thirty percent of the market compared to seventy. Yeah. So, but those numbers are, are they crazy. saying that Sony's seventy percent? Yeah, they're saying Sony has 70% of that market. The exclusive market. Oh. And play that Xbox had 30. But that, that... That makes sense, but I think... No, it, may, it makes sense. That's kind of on Xbox, though, no? Well, this is this is, this is is where you get into the, the Twitter threads, Crash, which is 
yes, Xbox should be making more exclusives, shouldn't they? But the argument is, from especially PlayStation fans, they shouldn't just be buying exclusives. They should be making exclusives, which, to a certain degree, I agree with them on. Yeah. I like Xbox is in such a weird spot because they've tried making exclusives and they didn't. They weren't received well by Xbox fans. You know, we've talked about Rise, Son of Rome, and we've talked about uh, Sunset Overdrive, how those games both launched. They were very solid games. Sunset Overdrive, more than solid. Um, And they just never got any support from Xbox fans. Uh, So it's very, very unfortunate, but it's also understandable. I think some of that's also a takeover from the 360 generation as well, where people just... Xbox just didn't need to make exclusives. And Xbox sort of did the Sony thing. Because, like, you have to remember, Bioshock, Mass Effect, both exclusives when they launched. Um, Those just in sequels ended up coming. Yeah. It's crazy that people don't remember that those games were originally exclusives, right? Mad. But that's something that we've seen Xbox stop doing. And the one time they tried doing it again was the Xbox One generation with uh, Tomb Raider, which was a little weird because it was a sequel. And then it underperformed and had a whole bunch of kickback to it. So great game though. It was a great game though. It was a great the best Tomb Raider game out of the whole trilogy, in my opinion. Oh. It's better than possibly. the first, I think. Possibly. Yeah. And possibly. it's definitely better than the third I game. I never played the first. You just you got me rid of that. You told me not to play so I didn't. <laughs> Not a good game, no. Yeah. Matt said it was good. Maybe you'll enjoy it. I don't enjoy it. We don't listen to Matt on this podcast, all right? Only only That's only, true. That's true. only weird people listen to Matt on this podcast. Uh, next true. up, a nice quick one. Sifu coming to Xbox and Steam in March twenty twenty three. Um good to see. Good to see the game coming to Xbox finally. It was up for game of the year last year, so yeah, fighting game as well. You know, you're Crazy. off a fighting game of the year as well. So, you know, that big, big category right there. Big category. Um, good to see it come to Xbox, finally. Yeah, I think this good is a good game to come over to Xbox. It's coming with a free, the arenas update as well, yeah. where you get to do a whole bunch of combat stuff. Uh, this game's very, very worth checking out when it does come. I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, I'll, uh, I think I might have it. I'm not actually sure. I think I might already have it. I think you do have it. Yeah, I might. I think it. you do. Next up, Kojima, Xbox game, quote, is it was ultimately Microsoft that showed us or showed they understood, end quote. Uh, Microsoft announced partnership with Kojima back in 2022 of June. The result in that partnership will use Microsoft's, quote, cutting edge, te- uh, uh, cutting edge cloud technology, end quote, to push a, quote, never before seen concept, end quote. Now we have more details about why Microsoft was the big tech company that backed Kojima Productions, quote. The project we're working on with Microsoft is one I've been thinking about for for five years or five or six years already the project required infrastructure that was never needed before so i discussed it with a lot of big companies and gave presentations but they really seemed to think i was mad it was ultimately microsoft who showed that they understood and now we're working together on the project including the technology front said kojima be an X Cloud game. It's gonna be a game ask yeah. <laughs> a, a streaming game. I don't it's think it's sure. gonna be a streaming game. You don't think so? No, I don't. I think that's what that's it's too easy to think that. And streaming's been around for longer than what we've had it in gaming. It just wasn't why well, you know, music. So it wasn't Yeah, but it wasn't world spread. Okay. Go on. The pro the project required infrastructure that was never needed before fix. Streaming was never needed in gaming. <laughs> I don't. I don't. You're know not what, knocking me off this. You're no, not no, knocking me no, off no, this. No, but horse. I'm just thinking. I'm thinking. What? What does 
what does just having streaming do? It doesn't do anything. It's Kojima. He'll figure something out, bro. Yeah, You're I'm, thinking small-minded. Kojima thinks big-minded. I'm thinking He's big connecting minded, dots that don't right? exist. <laughs> He's creating the dot to then connect the dot. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, next up, Microsoft confirms that Sony has blocked these four games from hitting Xbox forever. As part of the uh, proceeding, Microsoft has revealed that Sony has set up uh, exclusion end quote uh, deals for third party games on PlayStation. It seems Final Fantasy VII remake, Final Fantasy sixteen, and Silent Hill two remake will never hit Xbox. Xbox, I said, I said Xbox. I'm sorry. Despite the associate uh, associate publishers' silence on the matter, uh, Microsoft also listed uh, FromSoft Bloodborne as an example of a third-party developed game that has been blocked from non-PlayStation platforms, which could imply that the OFT requested uh, Microsoft Windows uh, PC port. Uh, is out of the question. Sony has been friendlier towards PC in recent years, though. Uh, so. The person brand this is keeping their hopes up. Uh, Zyga has this to say. It's been confirmed that Final Fantasy VII Remake, Final Fantasy XVI, and Silent Hill will never come to Xbox. They are not timed exclusives. There is no maybe in two years or uh, a year or two. It's not happening. These games are not being made for Xbox, and it's time we take the hope out of the old Jill. Jill? Never read Old Yeller, right? No. What the hell is your Old Yeller? Old, Old Yeller is a, a store, a book about a dog, and at the end of the book, this is spoilers for Old Yeller if you've never read Old Yeller. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they the they have to kill the dog at the oh. end because it gets rabies or something along those lines. Damn. Uh, so Zyger's just saying you gotta take the hope out back and and shoot it, put it out of its misery. Yeah, My yeah. question is. What can Xbox do to ensure this doesn't happen in the future? Is it too late for Final? Uh, it's too late for Final Fantasy VII and sixteen. It's not happening. And anyone who had a pizza bet on it is a fool. <laughs> but what can Xbox do to make sure Final Fantasy XVII doesn't skip Xbox or any other third-party studio game? Genshin Impact is another game that might never come to Xbox. Same with Final Fantasy XIV, despite Phil Spencer's comments on the matter. How does Xbox prevent losing third-party big titles uh, RPGs? I don't know. I don't have the answers yeah. for you, Sway. I don't have the answers. I just... A correction about Final Fantasy XIV is that Final Fantasy XIV at some point is going to come to Xbox. Um, you just have to remember that Final Fantasy XIV at one point also had to stop selling copies of the game because their game was too... Broken. There were too many people on their game. Which yeah. <laughs> is kind of a crazy concept to have. But I think until they upgrade their infrastructure for that game, their servers and whatnot, we don't see it coming to Xbox for other reasons. Because uh, the director for the game also mentioned that like they want, to, they want it to come to Xbox and stuff like that. It just timing hasn't been right for that um but yeah i don't know what xbox can do i think xbox getting a final fantasy game i think is pretty out of the question um i don't think it happens look i'm not even upset about final fantasy look like i'm not upset about final fantasy 7 remake or Silent hill 2 if you really deep it those are xbox they were playstation games like they were known as playstation games I mean, the same could be said about Resident Evil series as well, but, you know, whatever. I can understand it. I don't like yeah. it. I don't agree with it. I don't think it's right, but I can understand it. 
Final Fantasy 16, on the other hand, is I don't understand Square. That's my thing. I don't I don't look at PlayStation and go, you're the bad guys. I look at Square and go, what the fuck are you doing? And what are you thinking? Like, how are you going to cut out one of the biggest publishers? And it's because they can at the end of the day. So what it comes I- down to is, how does Xbox get stop this from happening? Is by is by, I don't know, figuring out the situation with Square Enix. I think PlayStation just should buy Square Enix and get over and done with, and it'll make things a lot easier for us. Yeah. I mean, people also have to remember, like, PlayStation has a really good relationship with Square Enix, especially as far as Final Fantasy is concerned. Um, And I wouldn't, like, I bring this up often, but I think it is something to remember that I don't know how, how long, like, Bad Blood lasts at Square Enix and whatnot. But when they were approached for Final Fantasy fourteen to be fully crossplay and stuff like that, Xbox is responsible. So we don't need that. You can keep yep. it. So I, I wouldn't be a ma- I wouldn't be surprised where Sony's like, hey, we'll pay a majority of the cost of this game. Just don't put it on Xbox and Square. It's like, sure, cool. They don't need us. We're good. And they need the money. Um, you got to remember, Square Enix are not. Yeah. Square Enix are yeah, not Square that Enix... company that like they just sold off a bunch of their properties, guys. Like they're not yeah, that company they... no more. They also made the statement recently where they're like, we're going to be looking to partner for our lot, a lot of our games and get people to publish a lot of our games going forward. Yep. And I'm sure that's something they've been doing with um, Sony for a while now. So, like, why isn't Final Fantasy 16 coming to Xbox? I'd imagine because Sony's probably paying a very big bag for the development of that game. Not just, like, to have that game as an exclusive, but, like, what's it going to cost? It's going to be a... I'm going to get really low ball, but let's say it's a $20 million game. We'll pay you $18 million or whatever. But yeah, I know, I know, you're, yeah. I know you're example. I'm messing with you. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's just for the cost of production. And I'm sure that there's also like marketing budget and all that other stuff that has to go into games. And Square, uh, Square Enix games generally get good marketing on PlayStation as well. Right. I mean, I think every uh, game gets good market on PlayStation compared to Xbox games. Oh, Xbox about, really needs to step away from the Game poor. Pass marketing. It's poor. Yeah. Like, the marketing for Game Pass is great. Yes. I don't think they need as much as they do. I think they need to start marketing some other games right. more. Like t- We talked about Tunic. Tunic high, on life. More. high on Life. Uh, high on Life, the best marketing it's gotten is solely on Twitter, and the tweets are fantastic TikTok, for right. it. Yeah, the best marketing just, they've had is TikTok. It's people is it playing TikTok? the game. I'm not on TikTok anymore. No, people uh, play. That's not the marketing. Game. That's not marketing. I get what you're saying, but I, I mean like actual marketing from marketing. from the company. No, people playing the game is not marketing. Yeah, it is. If I go, if no, it's it's absolutely not marketing. If I get paid to play the game that it is marketing, do you get paid to put a, up a TikTok clip? Yes, I've been paid to put up TikTok clips before. I got paid with Warner, so uh, saying, with Warner Brothers. So you're that. saying the TikToks you've seen are people being paid? Oh, I've to seen ad, no, I haven't. They're but ads. I'm saying I'm, I haven't seen ads once, but I'm saying the okay. same concept. Then, no, it's no, free no. market. It's free market. No, no. It's free okay, market. That's not. But that's not what I'm talking about. Now you're taking no, it to okay, a different okay, okay, okay. Fine, You fine, get what fine, I'm talking fine, about. I'm talking yeah. about Microsoft putting money. Oh, into Microsoft ain't done. Microsoft I get what you're saying. Like that's absolutely free. No, I get what you're saying. Absolutely, you're not wrong about that. I get what you're saying. But I'm talking about like yeah, and I think that's something that Microsoft needs to kick up. One, and they need to start it, doing more of. How did a game like High on Life not have a big marketing budget? It, I think, bro, I think Microsoft needs to start doing the equivalent of state of plays and not what they yes. were doing before, but it's sort yes. of like, here's a 10 to half an hour show. We're going to show up the games we have coming out yep. soon. Um, 
and it's nothing but gameplay and showing the games and not really developer talk occasionally like if you have a kojima or something like that and you want to have him do a little developer talk whatever that's cool uh but nothing like too much because i think that's where a lot of what sony and nintendo do as well is people will watch that and get hyped for those games and like oh i didn't know that was coming out or i forgot that was coming out and i think that's something that microsoft's kind of missing in some regard either that or they need to figure out marketing in some other degree i agree i totally agree next well the problem is as well with Harlem life by for what i'm being told it should have just been a rock and morty game but that's neither here nor there um no okay well uh next up last story this week Epic Games fined more than $500 million over Fortnite unfair microtransactions. I actually saw this while I was away, Crash, on the news. It made, like, the local news over it. Did it really? Yeah. Uh, Epic Games will pay $520 million over, uh, over design tricks to uh, dupe millions of players into making unintentional purchases for, in Fortnite. The FTC uh, announced today. The fines from the FTC call two separate record-breaking settlements one is 275 million fine for violating the children's online policy uh, policy protection uh, rule that imposes limitations on websites and online services directed to children under 13 epic will also pay 245 million in refunds to customers over its dark patterns end quote um I saw this, so I saw the story come out about them paying it back, and then I also thought, how were people getting their money back? And then I saw a TikTok, once again, of someone refunding their skins. And I don't know if that was, if I didn't know if I got the gist of it correct or not, but he's sort of like, oh, look, I'm going to refund my skins, refunded them, and got like 7k. Silver. Silver? Or, or the V-Bucks. No, the money, no, I thought, like, real money. Oh, $7,000. I believe so, oh. yeah. That's interesting. I, I don't like that. But if you were I, scammed I think, into... The problem is, I don't know how you can... You I, can't figure out who was scammed and who wasn't, right? It's also in what regard are they saying they were getting scammed. Because I, I think a kid know. taking his mom's credit card and buying skins, like that kid wasn't scammed. That kid knew what he was doing. Right? I think the yeah. kid did something they shouldn't have done, but like um, they're also unbanning accounts that were banned for chargeback. So like when parents charge back the credit card, the kid's account would be banned and now they're unbanning those accounts. So there's, there's a lot of stuff with this. I do like the first part about children's online privacy protection. Like you were automatically being put into voice chat and stuff like that. And that went against regulations and stuff like that. And that I understand. I actually kind of agree with that side of the thing, but the whole, buying skins aspect and people being tricked into buying skins i don't know how that happens in fortnite um, and maybe maybe somebody knows better but regardless this is a very very big big payday i think you're right it must be into v box though i must have got it wrong on the the money back it must be into v box it could be dollars i don't know i think i might go right wrong. Um, i'm not sure I imagine that you'd have to like go through a process to actually get refunds and you don't do it from directly in the game. Yeah. 
No, I agree. I'd imagine you have to hit up customer service and stuff like that, but that's still it's still a large amount of money. Um, and I wonder what the ramifications will be, A, for Epic. Like, what do they start doing going forward? What changes with their policies and whatnot? But also what other companies are looking at Epic in both aspects of children's online privacy um, and with uh, um, microtransactions. And if anything changes in the industry-wide or this is just sort of an Epic thing. I think this is just an Epic thing, personally. I think, yeah. it, I think it's Epic have made enough money. They can deal with settling on this. They've settled. Cool, move on. And it'll be done. We won't even think about it again. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. Uh, let's jump into Fixer's Sack real quick. Uh, remember, you can email in my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com. Uh, first question. Uh, question or possible topic. If the show would be good to hear... Sorry. If the show would be good to hear the lads' thoughts, 2022 wasn't a great year uh, for Xbox in terms of first-party games, but 2023 is looking stacked if all the games go to plan, of course. The question is, with the sheer amount of games, and I'm not complaining about that at any stretch, is there a danger that some games uh, will get lost in the noise? Yeah, I think there is a danger of that. Um, but in the same breath game pass allows for you to wait a lot lot longer compared to once upon a time right especially from a first party point of view i think yeah. game pass game pass really is a game changer for that thing of like something doesn't have to be successful in a matter of seconds anymore because the whole plan of game pass is to keep you subscribed so it only gets lost in the noise if you don't find it again and that's down to you to want to care about these games yeah i yeah, I one thing that I wish, um, I wish the sorting in Game Pass was a little bit better. Agreed. I wish it um, that's the date. only thing. I need, I yeah. need release date. I need release yeah. date so bad because it makes it a little bit more difficult to like keep track of. I think what I personally need to start doing with Game Pass is you can bookmark games for later or whatever. I forget yeah. what exactly they call it, but I think I need to start doing that more myself because I see games on Game Pass. And I'm like, I'm gonna get around to that at some point, and then I go to Game Pass to look at what's there, and it's just like. They get so many games, which not a complaint, but a complaint. complaint. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Uh, they get so many games that I just get lost. Sorting by release window has to be a thing they add. I've wanted that for ages. Like to me, it's like. But again, I understand that is a very niche thing for me as well because I'm like. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they're also worried about like if we add sorting from release date. What's to stop if we add a game from game onto game pass from 2020 what's to stop people from not playing it because it's an old game right yeah it makes perfect sense yeah so but, i could see that being a feature that never gets added and i wouldn't i'd hope for it to be added but i wouldn't complain at the end of the day right yeah but no i, I think things only get lost in the shuffle when you don't do your research and you don't prioritize things yeah. right like yeah i will say um this year is seems like it's going to be a busy year even outside of game outside of xbox yeah so i do think that there is for sure games that will end up being in your backlog that you probably won't be able to get into until 2024 but with game pass do you consider that being lost in the noise because you can still get to it with game pass Mm, i think it, it is lost in the noise and I think there's, I don't think from a first party front stuff's going to get lost in the noise, but I think when you throw in third parties and the way this year's looking like it's going to be, which like Eldozo says, we'll see how that pans out. Um, it could be a very, very busy year for gamers. 
I'm looking. I'm looking at what's coming out in January, and there's nothing until. For no, me, the, for me, there's it, nothing until the end of the month, yeah. which is dead. It doesn't sense. really. Yeah, it doesn't really get busy until the middle of the year. No, so but what year. I'm saying is, is don't let a game like I, I'll talk about it from my point of view, right? You yeah. got from X just from Xbox, yeah. Dead Space remake. Make sure it's played and beaten. Don't yeah. wait. Don't mess around. Don't oh well, yeah, I'll get to it. No, you want to play it? You care about it? Play it, beat it, move on. Because after that, you got Huggles Legacy. Fuck J.K. Rowling. Play it, beat it, enjoy it, move on. Then you've got. I don't think it, I'll end up playing it probably, but like you got that Wild Hearts game um, from EA. Then you've got Atomic Heart. Um, then you've got Like a Dragon. It just comes down to strictly, that's not coming to Xbox actually, so that'll be on PlayStation. Um, it comes down to prioritizing. Like just make yeah. sure that when you get these games that you care about, that you don't, you don't wait. Like play them, beat them, enjoy them, or put them in a catalogue of like, oh, we'll get around to it at some point, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. Um, and I, to be fair, I think this is like a conversation that could be had every year because I feel like I personally don't do that. I always go into the year like I'm going to keep track of all the games I'm going to play and I think, all this stuff and I always lose track. I think this year will actually be quite manageable for me. I've, I'm looking at it more already and I'm like, I can't, if, can someone suggest me an app that you can track the games you play and beat? please i know uh, there's gotta yeah, be one out you. there oh have you got one yeah yeah you know pat on your phone i hate you i walked into that and i hate you <laughs> Sorry. i felt kind of bad because you guys are so excited like you got one i just need a, i need an app on my phone or a website that i can go to and i can put all the games that i want to play into something and there's gotta be one that exists so yeah but there's there's the beginning like realistically the games that you missed in this year you can be early january because you've got nothing yeah. really until the, unless you care about for spoken which mm, um care about spoken. yeah like 24th and then 27th until the end of the month yeah. so yeah man looking forward to it look in forward I to it realistically like having games that you miss because a year is so good is not a bad thing no as much as people like having a big back backlog always sucks because like i want to get to that game but this new game comes out and there is sort of that uh missing out feeling but it's not realistically a bad thing that's good for gaming that's a good year in gaming and that's always a game that you have to go back to when there is a dry spot in gaming and gaming does have dry spots and sometimes dry years that you will have time to hit the backlog yeah no 100 percent, 100 percent. my new year's resolution is to beat more games this year i became a one game andy this year and i didn't like it because i didn't get to experience enough you know, I just I just want to point out in six months we're gonna be like, man, all I've played this year so far is GTA RP. There's no way, there's no way. I can't, bro. I can't. I haven't got, I haven't got it in me. I haven't got it in me. We'll see. I we'll see. Sure. He's sure. Fix is gonna have a new EP coming out soon, and it's all gonna change. Yeah, that, bro, I can pretty much make an EP in like a day nowadays. So yeah, I'm not even worried about that. All right. Uh, next one comes from Lil Smitty who says, uh, most obvious question, what? Not even what. Were you, what the hell? Were you on the nice list and did Santa bring you anything good? Sorry, Crash, I know your family aren't Christmassy. I didn't get Christmas. I'm not going to lie. I don't know about you guys. 
maybe, I don't know if it's just because I was away for Christmas this year. Christmas just didn't feel like it was Christmassy this year. I don't have kids and stuff like that either. Um, I mean, I got I got an electric toothbrush. Maybe it was because you were in Texas for Christmas. That that's what I gathered. Like I wasn't at home. It wasn't my normal traditions. You know, even me and Haley didn't do presents. Like big. Like usually we go all out. We didn't really even do presents like that this year. Um, so yeah, it's what it is. It is worse, but no, not. I didn't get anything gaming related. I just got actually. I just opened the present from my nephews. They got me a new mask mat, um, and I got some RGB, you know, light strips. They got me some of those as yeah. well, both of them. Um, but yeah, no, I got my no, no, nothing Christmassy this year. Just no, nothing game of I Christmassy this year, unfortunately. Matt got all the Christmas stuff. I, I can't wait to hear. Yeah, he everything. Yeah, yeah he got, everything. He got everything. Every, literally everything. Santa Claus came out and that, dropped I, off everything. Yeah, I just, bro, I also don't need anything either. That's the other yeah. thing where I'm like, please don't get me anything. I have nowhere to put it. Look at my room. Look at this. Uh, your, night, your Midnight Suns box is about to fall. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> don't worry about it. All right, uh, we'll do one more and then we'll get ourselves out of here. Uh, this one's from Top Left. He says, hey, guys, hope you all had a good Xmas and a new year. My question for you, uh, you lads, is what are your top two and top, and what, I'm sorry, top two best and top two worst games that you played for this year? And are you excited for 2023? Sorry. And what games are you excited for in 2023? Um, mm, okay. I'm not answering the worst games I've played this year. I feel like that's a bad category to have. Mm, worst games? I'm trying to think. What did I play that I didn't um, like? That just didn't just didn't hit this year. Um, you see, I, I think it's hard, right? Because it's everything's so subjective. That's that's why I don't because, like because um, some something I could I turn I, I tell you what my biggest disappointment this year for a game that I didn't get into two point campus mm-hmm. a game that I thought I was going to, I did play it and I enjoyed it enough but it didn't hook me the I was way good. you were the so way, for that game yeah I was I was super 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 excited for it ended up getting it it just didn't end up hitting the way I wanted it to hit that's a shame um. Other than that, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of like the two best games that I played this year. Don't say it. We gotta save that for Yeah, the I was gonna say list. we've got the game of the year list coming up, so we probably won't say that. But um I'm Most trying to excited think. game. Most excited game for Nick ne- Hogwarts Legacy, man. I've got to be honest. Hogwarts Legacy, I'm not I'm not I'm not happy with uh, the where the proceeds are gonna go. And you know, fuck JK Rowling and all that. But I've been watching Harry Potter, obviously, with Hayley over Christmas. I, I look forward to getting back into the Wizarding World. I do. I look forward to getting back in. I look forward to... We haven't had. I haven't played a good Harry Potter game since the PS1. So if this is good... A Harry Potter game on the PS1. <laughs> if this is good, I'll be really looking forward to it. And you know what? We've got one more question. So, but you t- What's your most excited first? Uh, Street Fighter 6. As far as Xbox is concerned. Okay. Uh, Doven. Doven. 
says with the announcement of xbox finally increasing the first party games it got me thinking yes the production of video games have gone way up in budget but at the same time the number of people playing video games have gone up astronomically too compared to the last 20 years wouldn't it be fair to say that sorry wouldn't it be fair to say that it should balance out the cost of production no not even close thing called inflation exists as well and because game prices haven't gone up the cost of inflation has just affected it like more people have needed to buy games which i think gaming's lucky enough to have been growing at the time so that's why we never really saw a price increase for that long on top of like when games get more popular i'm sure that the marketing budget probably also gets a lot higher for games unless you're xbox and it's just game pass marketing budget yeah it's no it's not how it works it's just not how it works, and I, I think I think you're like severely underestimating the amount. Uh, how expensive a game? Uh, how is. expensive a game has gone up? Like, look at what we're getting I, now. Like, four K. When I said, yeah, when I was talking about Square Enix, and I said twenty million, that is a low. Oh, a I lowballed yeah, it like no, crazy. Yeah, even, yeah, that's not even close. Not even close to what some of these game budgets are on. Um, but yeah, Chris is right. Inflation, obviously, and just no. The gaming, the game industry is. Though it's growing, it's not growing in the console market and Xbox's market is not the one that's growing. It's mobile. And that's why everyone's trying to get into mobile and streaming and things like that. That's where the money is. It's been there for a very long time now. Not that there isn't any money in AAA games and stuff. Why do you think we've seen the AA's just drop out? Because you can't afford to make them. Yeah. You can't take a risk on a red faction anymore. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I do think we're sort of starting to see them come back slightly yeah i do think unreal engine 5 will actually help with that because like it'll be easier to make good looking games and a lot of the tools they have um but still we will never see as many as we as we did with like the ps2 and and uh, 360 generation um those two different generations um where it was a lot a lot of double a games back then i don't think we're gonna be seeing that i think we'll see um key double a games not a whole lot and i think a lot of times we'll see them tied with the console as opposed to coming out on their own where it's like okay we can secure some sort of bag we can end up on game pass get part of our cost covered or we'll be with playstation they'll cover marketing or whatever it is we need um we won't just see double a games like that but yeah costs costs have gone gone up for games as well as inflation i think it's a very hard one to talk about because you could throw in microtransactions into the conversation where a lot of games have microtransactions and that covers a part of the cost so should those games not be charging as much as they do if they intend to have microtransactions that's a whole nother conversation and i think that's really game to game that's that's just a hard conversation to have in general because we don't know how much games make also that's the biggest problem we don't know how much they make Wait, let's plug, 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 and get ourselves out of here. Crash, what you got to plug? Uh, the My Xbox and Me YouTube page. Uh, Come we're on, big push this year. Thumbnails, big push. Uh, I think we're planning on doing having more consistent live streams on there. Yep. Uh, we still have some stuff to figure out. We're going to be having a meeting within next week or something like that. Probably next week. I can do high on or the week, this week after that. Oh, I could start. I could fix easily. This. I could fix. easily start. I could do it. <laughs> Fix is going to stream High on Life this week. And if he oh. doesn't, I need you guys to all attack Fix for Ooh. not streaming High on yeah, Life. Yeah, no, I can I can stream. I can 1,000% stream High on Life this week on the My Xbox and My YouTube channel. 1,000%. I mean, go. the game's only like 12 hours, right? 
Uh, if even, I think it's yeah, shorter. I might be wrong about that, but say, let's say, keep it at twelve hours. If I can do a, pl- a full playthrough, I will. Or if I can do it in two sittings, I will. But yeah, I can definitely stream on there. Um, yeah, we got we got things planned. Thumbnails are going to be changing. Uh, live streams, more reaction content, more video-y type content, more short form content. We are going to figure it out as we go along. Uh, we'll be having a meeting once we can get Matt back in the building. Um, yeah, you can follow me everywhere at. Uh, MC Fixer. You can follow my Xbox and me at my Xbox and me. You can follow Crush at Crush Nick Plays. And yeah, man, keep doing you. Until next time, we will love you. Leave it. See you all later. Keep it amazing. Good boys. Bye.